I want to take a minute to promote a business by a friend of the podcast and also a really good friend of mine. And that business is Bendings Canvas. It can be found on redbubble.com. And it's some incredible artwork. I'm looking at it right now and I'm I'm blown away by it. I'm like lost for words. Really amazing artist. Um, you can go on there, get all sorts of magnets, stickers, artwork. There's a really cool variety of things. Really cool stuff. So definitely go on there if you want to get something for yourself. If you want to maybe get a gift for someone, like maybe a birthday gift, holiday gift, homewarming gift, or just a random gift for an occasion. That's a thing that you can still do. Um, definitely go on go on there, Bendings Canvas, for absolutely amazing artwork and a, support a really close friend of mine. Um, that's Bendings Canvas on Redbubble.com. That's Bendings Canvas on Redbubble.com. Hi, everybody. This is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie in Harmony, a podcast all about music. And we've made it. It's Saturday of Grammy week. Grammys are tomorrow, so today is the last podcast episode of Grammy week. I'll get into what we're doing today in a second and what's in store for tomorrow as well. But first, I have a Facebook page. It's called Groupie in Harmony. Make sure you give that a like because I post whenever I have any new podcast releases, whenever I have any updates about the podcast, or whenever I have any new blog posts for my blog, Feeling Groupie. So I released one on March 9th. That was my most recent one. The next one will be coming out tomorrow, and I'll also likely have one this uh, another one this upcoming excuse me this upcoming week. And uh, I also have another blog, which is is Baller trademarked yet, and that one's all about basketball and the NBA. Even though with March Madness coming up, I might uh. I might do a little bit on uh, college basketball as well. We'll have to see. So my most recent post was a couple days ago about predictions for the second half of the NBA season. I'm hoping to have another one sometime in the next... I was, I'm hoping to do it sometime this weekend. Um, so likely I probably have more time tomorrow than today. But keep your eyes peeled for a couple posts with that one coming out soon as well. And... Yeah, that's pretty much all the groundwork stuff. So for this episode, uh, it's a continuation of the Grammy Week series that I've been doing. So apologies if this is repetitive, but on Monday, I or actually before we even get into what I did each day, basically what, I did, what I've done is I looked at a bunch of different awards for the Grammys and made predictions regarding who would win these different awards. I didn't do every award that the Grammys does because, first off, that's a lot of awards. Second off, I didn't feel comfortable with every award, and there were several I just didn't feel comfortable enough with them to feel like I was predicting more than just guessing. So, as uh, for what awards I did on which days, on Monday I did I discussed... Uh, the, it was headlined by Latin, but then I also did American Roots, Spoken Word, Production, and Music Video slash Film. Tuesday, I did Country and Gospel and Contemporary Christian. Wednesday, I did Pop and Dance and Electronic. Thursday, I did Rock and Alternative. And Friday, yesterday, I did Rap and R&B. So, before we get into today, 
tomorrow there will be a blog recap thing. I have them like in different tiers for how likely I think they are a little bit differently than exactly how I've said how I've said them. And also, I will also have them ranked in order of how likely I think each one is. For today's episode, we're going to be doing the general field. So, that's the big four. So, for the general field, and after that, I'm also going to uh, be discussing um, some overall how how the Grammys are going to work this year. So, for the for the general field the not uh nominee the or the awards rather are record of the year album of the year song of the year and best new artist each of these awards has eight nominees so we'll start it with best new artist uh the nominees for this one were are ingrid andrus phoebe bridgers noah cyrus Sheikha, d smoke doja cat Catronata and Megan the Stallion. So, this is an interesting. This was like a. There were a lot of nominees with this one that I was really surprised by. In particular, I only had predicted three accurately. I didn't think they would go with Catronata because uh, this it was his second album and it didn't chart that much higher than his previous album. And I didn't go. I thought Ingrid Andrews had a chance, but I went with Gabby, Bar- Gabby Barrett, another country singer. I didn't think they would even consider Noah Cyrus because her biggest songs were not her most biggest commercial or most popular songs in terms of commercial success weren't released in the time period so I was like okay that was a little bit surprised to see uh, those ones but and I wouldn't have predicted Sheikha or D-Smoke but that said I don't think Sheikha or D-Smoke are popular enough to get nominations I, I mean to win rather I don't. Th- I think because of the fact that Noah Cyrus didn't have anything that what any of her, her most popular songs in the charting in the time period of uh, uh, in the t- time period that the Grammys looked at, I would predict that she won't win. I don't think Ingrid Andrews will win. She was really riding on one hit song that um, charted in the 30s and that hasn't fared particularly well with the Grammys, but that said, it's the only way that that doesn't happen, that she does win, is if the country voters come in full force and a bunch of other voters are torn between artists, which I don't think will happen. So that leaves Phoebe Bridgers, Doja Cat, Catronata, and Megan Thee Stallion. Out of those ones, I think Megan Thee Stallion will win. I think that uh, she... Well, I actually thought that she was going to get nominated last year, and predicted her to get be nominated, but she ultimately wasn't. I thought she should have been, based on how successful she was. But even still, though, I think it probably is better for her to have been nominated this year instead, because there was a more top-heavy class last year when you had uh, Billie Eilish who won it, and then Lizzo and Lil Nas, Lil Nas X um, would all be in strong competition with her. This year, I mean... Doja, out of those ones, Doja Cat might be the next biggest name. Um, my one to watch, though, is Phoebe Bridgers. Here's why. So, I, because a lot of times what you see is that 
you will see there are a lot of times where um if there are a lot of artists nom uh nominated for this in the same genre an artist of a different genre tends to win so historically there was always the cases of rock albums consistently winning album of the year when they were up against um a bunch of albums that were like if there were like four pop albums for instance or four albums that were like more on pop radio and then you had a rock album it was not surprising to see the rock album and people were seeing this there were several times where people were shocked by this result i wasn't so it this happened several times so i think that this with you have multiple artists who had uh who had success in hip-hop megan the stallion and then i mean chicken the smoke had uh less success but even still um and then you and i mean uh doja cat had uh well it's tough to exactly pinpoint what genre she is um she'd have success in hip-hop then you look at individual artists with pop success i'm again megan the stallion doja cat noah cyrus now, as for country, well, Ingrid Andrus is is the one there, but even still, like, she could also get some pop votes, but even then, uh, with, I mean, with the last name Cyrus, Noah Cyrus could get a few votes from that. And then, Keitronada, I just don't think he, his release was quite as, was as well regarded as Phoebe Bridger's album was. So as such, I think that Phoebe Bridgers is absolutely the one to watch. If she wins, well, I'm a big Phoebe Bridgers fan, so I'd be thrilled. I wouldn't be surprised, though. But that said, I am still predicting Megan Thee Stallion to win. Off th it is, in many cases, it winds up being one of the most popular artists that year for uh, out of the nominees. So I don't want to bet against Megan Thee Stallion. So I'm going to predict Megan Thee Stallion winning Best New Artist. The nominees for Song of the Year next. And for Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Record of the Year, they each have different... Um, they each have different... Uh, different people that are nominated for different things. So, in particular, for Song of the Year, it looks at the songwriters. For Record of the Year, it looks at the... Because it looks at the recording. It... So the it'll be the artist performing it and the um and whoever the produce the producers is, engineering stuff like that. And then album of the year is would be everyone involved. But the song of the year, if it's written by as a note here, if it's written by somebody else that's not the performer of the song, then the winner of this or one of the writers of this one, um the winner of this one wouldn't be the actual performer. Which is a weird thing to see, but it has happened before. I think one of the more notable ones that comes to mind is when Nora Jones, a Nora Jones song won Song of the Year in 2002, but she technically did not win the award, which prevented her from sweeping the Big Four awards. So um, she performed it, but didn't get the Song of the Year win because she wasn't the writer of the song. But anyway, so the Song of the Year nominees are... And with these, I'm just going to say the artists who perform them. Um, I'm not going to mention all the songwriters, uh, everyone else involved, but there are other people involved, so definitely check them out 
uh, give them their due. Uh, the nominees for Song of the Year are Black Parade by Beyonce, The Box by Roddy Rich, Cardigan by Taylor Swift, Circles by Post Malone, Don't Start Now uh, by Dua Lipa, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by Her, and If the World Was Ending by uh, J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. I don't think If the World Was Ending will win. I think that, compared to the other ones, I think that one is probably the one that just doesn't feel like it has a particularly good shot. As for the others, any of them have a shot, in my opinion. But, and looking at these songs also, I mean, I'm nothing necessarily jumps out over the other ones. And as a result, I think that we'll see a case of the box winning. Now, only one hip-hop song has ever won Song of the Year. And that was um, This Is America by Childish Gambino. But I think that the box checks enough boxes, no pun intended, um, in which it's, uh, it's commercially successful, um, well-regarded song, and I think online it ended up being a massive hit. That's why I'm going to predict that one. The one to watch, though, is I Can't Breathe by Her. The title alone does make that one a front, uh, does make that one a front runner. And, I mean, her hat. So she has been nominated sev- for several Grammys, and including the big, a bunch of the big four last year. So that's why I think that since she's been nominated so much, you can't rule her out. Um, and I think that honestly, also something else with those two. So I think that given the, uh, given, frankly, how twenty twenty was, it wouldn't surprise me if. In some of these categories, if they try to make it so it's a in a couple of these awards, if it is a black musician winning it, and frankly, I think that part of with the box, I feel like they might think as sad as the sounds, they might think, well, it it still is popular with our historical demographic of as I've said before, and I'll keep saying it till I die. Upper middle class to wealthy, white, uh, white rich fam- or white families. So that's so uh, that's why. I, so I'm, but even still, I mean, the box is a great song. So that's not to disparage it by any means. Um, the nominees for album of the year now are uh, Chalumbo by uh, you know I go. Black Pumas by Black Pumas. Everyday Life by Coldplay. Uh, Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Woman in Music Part 3 by Haim. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Um, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. And Folklore by Taylor Swift. Well, um... I don't think it'll be Black Pumas... The album didn't chart well. The album wasn't popular enough before it was nominated. Um, I don't think it'll be 
Jacob Collier, um, and the album wasn't popular enough. Um, I don't think it'll be Coldplay. I think that this one, it just wasn't a hyped enough album. Um, as for the other, the other five have a shot. Um, for Women in Music Part 3, normal, as I mentioned with the rock albums, usually they do well, but the fact that, um, Black Pumas have a little bit of crossover into rock, and Coldplay was also nominated. That could take away some votes from Himes. That could prevent them. Um, Post Malone, it has a shot, but the album really wasn't... I think that the album wasn't as uh, um, well, as uh, popular as... I mean, as like consistently remembered as the time period went on, because it was released early in the time period. Folklore would make sense, but it something just this sound probably sound weird but it doesn't sound quite right uh, for it to win doesn't feel like a lock I'm going with Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa I'm really not sure on this one but I think that it was a popular album that was critically acclaimed it's a music style that's friendly to uh, the target audience I've mentioned Um, because I mean pop disco kind of sound yeah oddly enough now that's like that's fr- uh, that's friendly for um upper middle class to wealthy white families um and she previously was nominated before for a big four award so um uh, and she's been nominated for a bunch of things so that i think is a good sign for her one to watch is um believe it or not chilumbo um, and a big thing there is, as I mentioned, well, first off, the, the reason that I normally wouldn't have expected this one to, I didn't predict this one to be nominated because there weren't a ton of critics that reviewed this one. And the ones that did were like lukewarm about it. It did hit number two. So I thought there was a chance, but even still, I, after it got nominated, after it was nominated, normally I would say this one wouldn't have a chance except for one thing. You look at the other nominees, and the only other nominee of color is Black Pumas, as one member who is black. So, I, and I mean, there were, and I'm not counting uh, featured artists on the album. I'm counting as the primary artists. And I don't think Black Pumas has a shot to win this one. So, as a result, given 2020, they might want to have an artist of color uh, winning the, this award which wouldn't necessarily be the worst I mean it wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing but even still I'm um, just the way that they set it up with nomin with nominees especially with like nominating someone like Jacob Collier who <laughs> I mean the album's a great album but it's like the album didn't have commercial success not a lot of critics reviewed it so and so I was I was a little surprised that one got a nod. Um, but yeah, ultimately though, I still think that uh, Future Nostalgia will win. And last but not least, we have Record of the Year. Nominees for that one are Black Parade by Beyonce, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. This one's a weird one. So, um, first off, 
I think that there are two songs on here that are that won't win. Colors, I just think, was not well known enough. Say So, I don't think will win it because Dr. Luke was producing it under a pseudonym. And while they, and, and I think that there were, uh, that there will be enough voters that will just feel uncomfortable by that. As for the other six, we could see a case where uh, Black Parade and Savage uh, end up competing with each other because Beyonce's featured in both ones. Um, so that one could wind up not working out for their favor. We could have a case where, um, Savage and Rockstar end up competing against each other because, or because of hip-hop songs. And normally I would say we, even though this one's, and we could get Post Malone swiping some of those votes too, even though Circles isn't a hip-hop song. Ultimately, I am predicting Circles will win this one. Post Malone has... Uh, received nominations in this category each of the last two years. Um, the and he's been nominated for several Grammys over the years. Eventually, with all that, you got to figure that eventually he would win one of these ones. And I think that this year, there's uh, this year he will win. And I think for the one to watch there's a few that you could watch it could be don't start now it could still be black parade um but that said i'm going to say one to watch everything i wanted um no reason for that is because it's billy eilish she swept the big four last year at the general field last year so i do not feel comfortable ruling her out but i don't think she'll win i don't think that everything i wanted was a big enough song I'm predicting circles to win this one. But that's it. There are a... Bu- I think for each of these ones, I don't feel insanely confident, except for Best New Artist. I feel fairly confident. So, let's uh, get into the how it's going to work this year. So, the way that they're doing it is that... Um, the... Um, the Grammys is going to like do it across like multiple different stages where they have uh, a stage for the presenters and then four other stages for performers. Um, and they just keep rotating the stages between the different things. Um, and they're doing it at a Excuse me. Um, they're they're holding it at the L.A. Convention Center and uh, using the Staples Center as a backdrop for it. So um, they predicted they currently have that the that the show will be three and a half hours long. Odds that that one <laughs> as that that one happens, it never is. Um, And then the um, the awards itself, they're uh, going to be playing on CBS. It will start at 8 p.m. tomorrow on Sunday. Um, the performers for this one are going to be uh, Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez, uh, Bill- Billie Eilish, Black Pumas, Brandi Carlisle, 
Brittany Howard, BTS, Cardi B, and Megan Thee Stallion. So could we shockingly see WAP on uh, <laughs> Grammy television? That might be a reason for me to watch this. Um, Chris Martin, The Baby, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, and The Baby. Um, Haim, Harry Styles, Lil Baby, Maren Morris, and John Mayer, Megan Thee Stallion, Mickey Guyton, Miranda Lambert, Post Malone, Roddy Rich, Silk Sonic, which is a duo between Bruno Mars and Anderson Peck. Uh, and then Taylor Swift, Jack Antonoff, and Aaron Desner. So, with this one, am I going to watch this? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I haven't watched it for a couple of years. Um, two years ago, it was because I didn't have cable, and I didn't really want to pay for a streaming thing to do it. Um, last year, I was partially just not really particularly interested in it. Partially... Um, partially boycotting as a result to, uh, excuse me, um, I was partially boycotting, yeah, and part I was protesting, uh, Deborah Duggan's firing, um, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it this year, um, I'm admittedly not, like, the biggest, like, awards person in terms of actually watching the ceremonies, um, I think there, because there's not, I'll confess, there's not a ton of performances that I'm extremely excited to see that I couldn't, and most of them I could just watch afterwards. So, I'm not sure yet if I will. It depends on how busy I am tomorrow night and if I'm doing something else during it. Um, but, yeah, so, that's Grammy week. So, what to look out for for, for me is tomorrow, probably sometime tomorrow morning, early afternoon, I will be releasing a post regarding a blog post regarding that's just a recap of these things and I'm doing a um and I'm going to rank all of these um in terms of how likely I think different ones are and then Monday evening I'm going to do a recap episode. So that one might be a lot longer than these ones are just as a heads up. Um basically with these I'll uh, probably look at it and see like how close my predictions were um in retrospect, if it makes sense, if I was really surprised by any of them, because I'm sure some of them I will be extremely surprised by, um, or afterwards how I can, like, slap myself in the forehead, for instance, of being, like, for song of the year, I went with, I went with the box when it was Don't Start Now or something like that, um, so, yeah, um, that's all for today, though, um, thank you guys so much for listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode, I, and I hope you've enjoyed Grammy Week. So far, it looks like a bunch of people have been listening to it, which I'm part of why I do it, which I'm excited to see. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you like the Facebook page, Groupie and Harmony. Also, make sure you check out uh, uh, the blog, Feeling Groupie. You can find a link to it in the Facebook page, or you can also uh, find it on blogger.com. Also, make sure that you uh, check, uh, give the Facebook page for Is Baller Trademarked Yet a like as well. And then you can find the blog either in that Facebook page or you can find it on blogger.com. Thank you guys so much again. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll talk to you Monday and enjoy the Grammys. Bye.